tuned into the greatest. You are now tuned into the greatest. Oh, 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 oh my God. It's the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. Hey, Hope. Welcome to the Fearless Podcast. Oh, my gosh. I feel so honored. <laughs> you are so silly. I can't with you. I can't with you at all. We have Hope Hampshire Jones on the line, and I can't believe this. She's doing this. Talking about she feels so honored. I've known her since I was 18. <laughs> well, I do. I'm just so proud of you. You know that. I just adore you. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. That is so sweet of you. Well, tell the people who you are and tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, absolutely. It would be my pleasure to do so. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Hope Hampshire Jones. I am a woman of God, a wife of almost 15 years, the mother of two beautiful, handsome boys, ages 12 and 8, I am an entrepreneur myself in the travel industry, and I'm also a woman of leisure when I'm not doing those things. <laughs> I love it. I love it, you guys. Hope is another one of my best friends, so I'm so happy to share her and her wisdom and life lessons with you guys. You started off by saying you're a wife of 15 years. You know what? I want you to share your love story with the people. They know season two has been all about like dialogue and discussions with my close family and friends. But yes. when you said wife of 15 years, they need to hear how this story just unveiled. <laughs> you know what? Um, I will start with even, even though we met when we were both super young, I think with any type of relationship, you both have to be open and ready to receive love, right? So um, Kenneth and I met on the campus of Florida a University in the fall of 1999. <laughs> Actually, this makes 20 years. We're both going back for homecoming. So we're super excited about that. And he introduced himself. I didn't give him, you know, Anytime, to be honest with you. But then I saw him again at an alpha party. He pledged alpha at FAMU. And I what, saw What, that him. alpha walk had you? <laughs> you know what? That eventually sealed the deal. But before that, um, I walked into his party, um, the chapter's party, and it was so packed, which is typical of a beta new party. They, always, they were always able to bring out a crowd. Um, I walked up to him and I said, oh, it's just so many people in here because Erin, you have to remember, I'm a small town country girl. So this was my first big college party and I just felt so overwhelmed. And I walked up to him and I said, could I get a refund? <laughs> he responds with, oh, well, I can't give you a refund, but I will dance with you. And I was like, okay, this dude is too cool for school. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm young and I'm new, but I know when somebody's hitting on me. So I politely decline. And he's like, oh, come on. We do. We exchange numbers. And the next day, I'm so excited to tell my older sister, Katara. You know Katara well, obviously one of your closest friends, too. And the audience knows her. She's done two podcasts. <laughs> Yes, yes, that would be my biological sister and my line sister. And she says, oh, no, you can't date him. He's a graduating senior. He's Greek. Don't do it. 
And I'm like, okay, well, she's been here for a full year. Obviously, she knows what she's talking about. So I ignored this man for three months, y'all. And I randomly run into him two hours away from campus. He comes up to me and he says, hey, I've been calling you for months. And I say, oh, really? Now, y'all, the devil is alive for real, because I knew I was lying. I knew he had been calling. Um, and he said, well, when you come back to Tallahassee, let's go out for lunch. Okay, and let's, let's put I, this into context. When he's calling, is he calling a cell phone or a dorm phone? This is a dorm phone, but like I was ignoring this man. If I saw him on campus, I would U-turn and go the other way because I knew inside that I liked him. But my big sister was telling me, don't interact. <laughs> so I was doing everything in my power to stay away from this man. And so long story short, when I came back to Tallahassee, I took the advice of my mother because my mom happened to be with me when we saw Jacksonville. And she said, oh, why are you giving this guy a hard time? Her told me not to engage. Like, don't, don't even, like, entertain him. And she said, it's Qatar, I'm a man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have mercy. It's a word from my mother. And I, I hey, well, in that case, let me go on a date with him and that struck me because she wasn't trying to throw shade she was just simply saying you know this is your opportunity don't miss your blessing based on someone else's um situation or perception on relationships and i gave him the opportunity to wow me and he took me to olive garden girl <laughs> all you can eat Oh, you can eat breadsticks and salad for lunch. <laughs> and, and you're a freshman at the time. He's a senior. This is just too cute. That's right. And honestly, we went out on that date and we never separated since. So it's been 20 years in the making. And um, we would date. I mean, the love was there from the beginning. I will say that. But, you know, like any young couple, we had a couple breakups here and there. He was the one always breaking up with me, <laughs> but we would always find our way back to one another. And, um, my senior year at FAMU, he actually proposed to me and obviously Were you still I, in school when you got engaged? I was still in school. I was finishing up my last semester at FAMU and he proposed. And I said, yes, obviously, because a year later, my first year of teaching, we were married in Jacksonville, Florida, which to me brings it full circle because Jacksonville is where my mom told me to give this man a chance. And Jacksonville is where I said yes. And so it's just a really special place for us and our two boys. Both of our sons were um, born in Jacksonville. So Jacksonville is special to us in so many ways. And obviously, you know, we got married because you were a bridesmaid in the wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But tell the audience also where you're from so they can understand the context of that, too. Well, so I grew up right outside of Jacksonville, Florida, maybe 45 minutes south um, in a small dairy town called Green Cove Springs, Florida. And um, so Jacksonville for us was always a place you would go to shop, you know, for entertainment, have fun on the weekends. It was the big city. Now, compared to Detroit, where you're from. Chicago, where I live now, Jacksonville is just a small town. 
silly. I mean, in, in the big scheme of metropolitan cities, right? Mean. Yeah, but I am. I'm a small Southern girl, small town Southern girl, and um, going to FAMU changed my life. I mean, when I look at who my friends are today that are family, I look at my husband who I met there. Um, everything that is of importance and significance to me in my adult life, I can trace back to FAMU. Oh, that is so beautiful. You have to tell us more about this love journey. That's why I'm digging into this story with you. I remember some great advice you gave me. I was 26. It was 2007. And I was driving and I was telling you about this guy I was dating and I kept talking about his potential and talking about his potential. And you said, Arian, if nothing changes about this man, do you love him as he is? And when I couldn't answer that, you told me to turn around. <laughs> it's so true, though. He's right. And you said, I keep hearing about his potential and not about his reality. So I'm concerned. And I was like, damn. But I was like, this is so real in this moment. Because you said, Erin, when I was in love with Kenny, the college student, I was in love with Kenny, the college student. Like for the re- for the listeners' context, Kenny's a president of a hospital, so she's like, when I was yeah. in love with him, the grad student, I was in love with him, the grad student. When he became the professional, I was in love with him, the professional. But at every stage, I was in love with his reality, and that just struck me. I, I remember that advice every single time I go out with some have gone out with somebody since then and I'm like oh shoot what did Hope say (laughs) oh yes so when it comes to just finding the person who you are truly destined to be with who God has ordained you to be with I think we really overthink the process (laughs) um I just think you it's important to be around somebody who's nice because nobody wants to come home to a jerk every day. Mm-hmm. I think those simple characteristics, someone who's nice, someone who's considerate, someone who doesn't have so much ego about them that you got to stroke it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you want those basic things. And then you want someone who's just fun. Every day is not going to be fun. Some days are going to be hard. So it's beautiful when you can always, even after a long day, sit back and laugh. That's important. So I felt like I saw those things in him early on. You did. I mean, as far as potential goes. You need to school all the young girls that are in college. I should have been paying more attention. Lord help me. But you you, you, you (laughs) did see it early on. You had a laser focus on that. You were like, okay, I'm building a relationship. I'm building a family. Like you had the wisdom of, of an at, at 18 for that. Like it was just like, wow. Yeah, you know what? And I don't know if I knew I had that wisdom at 18. I, I really feel like I was just following my heart. And with every natural instinct we have, like we have intuition. We, you know how they say you have that gut feeling about something. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the only like, breathing beings on this earth that don't trust their instinct. You know what I mean? We're always told, oh, it's you're just, it's maybe anxiety or maybe you're just overthinking it. No, what what is your gut telling you? For me, I personally believe that as women in particular, specifically speaking to women, we have to trust our gut. It's one of the most amazing gifts born and blessed with. And we're so often taught to just bury that. If you really love somebody, you have to be willing to take that risk. Any any great reward is 
there's going to have some risk involved in it. And that also comes with relationships. There was no promise given to me that when I decided to date Kenny, that we would be where we are today. But I was willing to take that leap of faith because I felt it in my spirit that he was the one for me and I was the one for him. I love it. I'm loving all of this. So you make everything sound so simple, so easy and so plain. Are there any qualities that you would say that somebody would need to be looking for? Ooh, so many. Where do we start? <laughs> well, of course you said about somebody being nice. You're like, keep it simple. You know, somebody being nice. Yes, I, I was being I was being a silly when I said, where do we start? But truly, I, I really think that you should have those basics down. Like the first thing before you're looking for anything in your husband or spouse or partner is, Make sure you know who you are and make sure you know what you want and need out of this life. Because there were things that I knew even at 18 that I wasn't willing to compromise on. Right. That's right. I knew that I was not willing to compromise on someone who would be equally yoked, meaning someone who was also a believer because I knew I would want to be a mother and I didn't want to have that battle with parenting, how our children would be raised mm -hmm. and, and what that would look like. So find someone who either respects your religious beliefs and how you would like to raise your children. But I can tell you now that as a married person and who's also a mother in the thick of dealing with a middle school age child, one of the things that has been extremely beneficial to our family is that when he is going through things, we can always go to the scripture and we can, we can always rely on prayer as something that collectively as a family, we, we can have to support each other. I think that's important, at least for my family. Um, when it comes to qualities also, make sure it's someone who you can see from afar treating others well mm -hmm. um, and with respect. Whether it's the custodian, whether it's the teacher um, that lives down the street, that elderly person at church, those little things and how they interact and their level of respect for others, it matters because I promise you, the signs are always right in front of your face. If a person has a heart of gold, how their daily interactions with those that have the least and those who have a lot how how do they treat them is do they have a common courtesy um just basic human kindness towards their their neighbor uh i think those things are important and then lastly do they have their own goals um get someone who has some drive someone who is actually wanting to elevate in life that doesn't mean monetarily speaking that could just mean a stronger spiritual life that could mean doing more within the community um that could mean rising in their career but just some type of goals in place that they can personally strive for because you don't want someone who is just all into you <laughs> they need to have their own I'm serious. They need to have their own hobbies, their own interests. Um, because if their life is just com 
all about you. If it's completely saturated and making you happy and you are, they're totally dependent on you making them happy because we're all humans. I can tell you one thing is for sure. Somebody's going to mess up mm -hmm. and it's all going to fall apart. So those are three okay. amazing things that you were discussing. You've evolved as Kenny's evolved. So, so often I heard somebody say this. Um, it was actually Bishop Jakes and Sarita Jakes. They were on Oprah. And Oprah said, well, what were you doing when he was, you know, jetting off to all these countries being this mega pastor now? She said, oh, I evolved with him. Um, what does that look like in a growth cycle where a partner may get left behind or you guys seem to have evolved together? And what, how, how did you make sure that took place? Oh, we definitely did. And I, I see it so often where couples who marry young people often say, oh, whatever you do, don't marry young. <laughs> and I say, oh, whatever you do, make sure you marry someone who wants to take you on the journey with oh, you. You know, they want to carry you with them. And likewise, I, I don't care if you get married at 40 or if you get married at 20. If they aren't on board with you all doing this thing together, it's not going to work. Um, and so for us, we've always had an understanding and a very open line of communication that as our both of our careers started taking off, because, you know, I was in education for years and he's in healthcare, And, you know, I will say that we were very intentional with keeping each other involved in the decisions as we would change in our careers. Right. The past. So. Before Kenneth would even interview for a new job, he would say, hey, can we sit down and discuss this together as a family? And likewise, I think oftentimes that that open line of communication is the most critical part in making sure that everyone is on the same page and growing. So if there were if there was ever opportunity for him to take a job and I said, you know what, with my with my current career, I don't know if that's a good fit. Um, I'm not licensed in that state. Um, maybe we should consider these states instead. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Like we always made decisions as a couple. I never felt left behind. Yes, my husband is a president of a hospital and I work from home. And then the rest of my time, I'm devoted to taking care of our boys, our two dogs, and just making sure our home um, runs efficiently. So hope, okay. love, marriage, and life, and courtship, and love, and all those good things. What's one last, I guess you would say, words of wisdom you can leave the people before we depart? Uh, you know, just be, have a heart of gratitude. Um, wake up every morning and intentionally choose to be with your spouse. Pray over them. Wish them well. And just have fun with each other. If traveling is your thing, travel. If going to sporting events is your thing, do that. But just remember the why, why you fell in love, and then just do things out of kindness. Be sweet to one another. Love on each other. And lots of sex. And, and lots of sex. Like every two days, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just love you. Well, thank you, Hope, for joining the podcast. You are always such a gem. Oh, wisdom. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Likewise, God knew what He was doing when we um, when He introduced us to each other.
Sure did. I can't believe it. I'm so happy this thing has stayed on. Well, until next time, people, you guys take care and tune into the next episode. Hope, wait, where can they find you? Yes, you can find me on my Instagram page. It's the real underscore Hope Jones. And you can also find me on my travel page at www.bookwithhope.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Love you, honey. Love you too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Fearless Podcast with Arian Simone. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review.